Welcome once again to the messages of Cornerstone Anglican Church. In this episode, Pastor Andrew unpacks the prophecies of Isaiah and how God's truth comes back to the public square. Because I've been doing a fair bit of studying Isaiah, I'm going to unpack something really powerful for you. Isaiah 59 verses 14 to 15. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands far away. For truth has stumbled in the public square and righteousness cannot enter it. Truth is lacking and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. When I read this, I was really taken by the phrase that truth has stumbled in the public square. And I was convinced that this passage described our day, described Isaiah's day. It describes the culture into which you and I, for some decades, have been trying to proclaim the good news of Jesus. And it was going to fall down in front of us. We were going to be humbled in the public square. In fact, The church was excluded from the public square. And I just felt like, that's us, you know. What on earth do we do? God is looking for people who will restore truth to the public square. But what is truth here? It's the type of truth that Pilate was trying to work out when he responded to Jesus, but what is truth? So I went to a whole bunch of Isaiah books and commentaries and I worked my way through them and the general consensus is justice knocks at the gate and is turned away. Righteousness is standing far away and does not even try to enter. Can you resonate with that? We don't even try. It is just too hard out there. In the central square where the city's business is done, truth has fallen down, and honesty cannot even make an appearance. Truth here may be considered in its subjective sense of faithfulness and its objective sense of divine truth. Unless people are committed to be faithful to each other and also adhere to a standard of integrity, that is exterior to themselves, justice will always fall prey to devouring self-interest. And as I said, the broad spectrum of scholars are going down his line. But it didn't gel with me as to what I thought God just had shown me. So I add this. Who is God that he fully engages us and all that we are in being. Okay, what type of God engages us at the depths of our being, at the depths of his being? 
Isaiah's critique of the state of the nation highlights the issue of full engagement with God to the point that truth stumbles in the public square is not a matter of appropriate business morals but a dismissing of Yahweh as having true being. What doesn't go with the Israelites into their business world, their public world, their political world is the sense of the presence of the being of Yahweh at the core of it. So it's not just a moral thing because morals evolve out of that. No, it's deeper than a moral issue. Now this is highlighted in Isaiah by the criticism of idols who have engaged the Israelites' imaginations, activities and lusts, even they in themselves have no being. So the Israelites are carried away with the various religions around them that have idols in that. The issue is they're just idols, they're bits of wood, they're bits of silver, they're bits of metal. And yet the nation were treating them as having been when they had moved away from Yahweh who is being. I am who I am, Yahweh says to Moses. Now in the midst of Isaiah, it's a very interesting thought. There arises to Yahweh's long-suffering. You know what long-suffering is? It has been patient and patient, and patient, a long patience. So the question is, the tension between whether he's really there or not, that is what Isaiah proclaims, and when God says this, have I not held my peace, even for a long time, and you do not fear me? Where's Yahweh, what's he doing? We pray, we fast, you know, we do all the right things. He doesn't turn up. And yet in their hearts, they had left him. And that reflects into our own culture. Well, where is your God? He doesn't turn up at the meetings. If he wants to have a say, let him turn up. When I was preparing yesterday for this sermon, I tripped over an article what this article is saying, now this is going to blow your mind, I hope. This is Professor Patrick Parkinson, Dean of the Law at the University of Queensland and Chair of Freedom of Faith. Policy needs to appeal to mainstream values that may mean seeking to understand afresh the religious voices in the public square and to treat people of faith respectively. that blow your mind? Something that God told me, I don't know how far back. And here it is, saying the religious people need to be let back into the public square and we need to listen to them. That's the environment that's building for us out there. God's new agenda for us and the process required us to learn and grow in our weakest area, the engagement of people 
and bringing them into the kingdom of God and our church. What can we do? We can say, okay, God, what do I need to grow next? Now, by the way, you have been growing. But what is the one or other that I need to personally do some work on so that the engagement occurs? Because we decided that righteousness had to be at the core of what we're doing. It is because of the oaks of righteousness. God is building a church here. God told me a while back that the foundation, the spiritual, relational, and physical foundation is so strong that we can build anything of God on it. And I believe that whatever we tackle in God on that foundation is going to grow exponentially. Father, we just praise you that you have been preparing us as a church for the public square, a place where we were once forbidden to go and which is now opening these doors to hear from us. Help us, Lord, to keep you the centre of what we're doing out there so that that truth in the public square can stand strong and mighty. Not a moralistic, but a faith-based presence of our God in the midst of a broken and beaten world. Help us, Lord, so that we can engage this move that you're doing and bring them in. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you'd like to hear more great messages from Pastor Andrew, check out our Facebook page or look us up on the net at cornerstone-church.com.au.